Welcome to This Messianic Jewish Life. My name is Dorothy Gittleman, and in this podcast, I'll share my Messianic Jewish life experiences as we explore the diversity of practice across this Messianic Jewish world. Today's episode was inspired by my conversation with Joe in the last episode, in which he said that he prayed Psalm 27 through the month of Elul. Prior to our chat, I knew that the daily reading of Psalm 27 from Elul to the end of the High Holidays is a traditional practice, but it's not one I've adopted before. This year, I'm inspired to give it a shot. In the same way that counting the Omer is a challenge for me, I think this habit of adding Psalm 27 into my life will have its challenges. So instead of breaking down the meaning of Psalm 27 this episode, let's explore the idea of prayer and study as habit. When my kids were little, they would always argue about whose turn it was to pick a TV show or sit in the favored spot or whatever it was. To make things easier on myself, I finally devised a system that was simple and predictable enough for me to remember. Sunday, Wednesday were for my oldest, Monday, Thursday, my middle, and Tuesday, Friday, my youngest. Three kids, six days. Shabbat, my husband or I would just decide. It quickly became a habit and perhaps even a ritual. We had rhymes to remember. Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday. To this day, we often refer back to those assigned days if we need an arbitrator for deciding, even though we don't need it the way we used to. By picking a sequence and day to solve this problem, we created a small ritual for our family. Over the last few years, I've read and listened to a whole bunch of books, podcasts, and other materials about habits and productivity in a search for how to get things done. In my search, I've gleaned a few things. Most importantly, I've learned that whether it's my housekeeping and returning emails or in my prayer and quiet time, I'm not alone in completely failing, or at least feeling like a failure. It's encouraging to hear what works for others, knowing that these authors are just as human as I am. One of my favorite podcasts is the Lazy Genius Podcast. Her tagline is, we're geniuses about the things that matter and lazy about the things we don't. Her first core principle is to figure out what matters. It's a matter of prioritizing. In her book, Kendra, Kendra Adachi writes, a routine is a repeatable act of preparation, not the destination. Her premise is that we don't need routines for routine's sake, but rather our routines are entrance ramps to something else. Bedtime routine is a means to a good night's sleep. Meal planning is a means to a less stressful time in the kitchen. These concepts don't just apply to productivity around the house or in work. Creating a habit of prayer and study can be the means to deeper connection with God, ourselves, and the world around us. No matter what else it is, praying daily is a habit, whether it is cultivating a prayer time or cultivating an attitude of prayer that you walk through every day. So what is the difference between a habit and a ritual? There's not actually much. Habits and rituals both happen routinely. Essentially, though, rituals are habits infused with meaning. In an interview with Gretchen Rubin on the Happiness podcast, Greg McEwen said, Our rituals are habits we have put our thumbprint on. Our rituals are habits with the soul. Taking time to examine our habits can be a solid practice of introspection, which can put us on the path to transformation. We all have habits. Some are good and some are bad. Most of us have some rituals. Adding rituals to our lives infuses the things we do over and over again with meaning, even tiny things. 
The Jewish rhythm of life is full of ritual, which I can imagine evolved out of thousands of years of people who struggled to make their faith a habit. Our tradition is a system or organization that worked for Jewish culture to connect to God. It makes sense to me. Tell the story of Esther on Purim. Remember and observe on the Shabbat. Read Psalm 27 in Elul. Light candles to tell the story of the Maccabees for Hanukkah. Confess your sins on Yom Kippur. Tell the Passover story by eating matzah. Celebrate that God is with you on Sukkot. The important elements of Jewish faith are preserved in Hamoedim, assigned an order and a time. Where I struggle is how do I get to the connection with God in real life, with my real personality, and my real distractions. There are many means to this end. In some stages of life, we have the time, space, and energy to devote to a lengthy Bible study and prayer time. In other stages of life, we need to learn how to pray and learn on the move. When I was in high school, coming home from summer camp, God caught my heart, and I began to study and pray when I woke up in the morning and before bed. In high school, I had a lot of margin, a lot of time to myself. I learned a lot, and I laid a solid foundation for my adult life. Years later, when my oldest son was born with medical needs that needed daily attention, our life was in survival mode for a long time. Being a caregiver to my family was most important. For my personality, I had trouble finding space for the lengthy times of prayer and study I wanted to have. I know many people in the same situation are able to maintain a time of solace, and I felt guilty that I could not. For a long time, I felt incompetent. We eventually instituted some tiny family rituals, a quick Shema at bedtime, Hamotzi at mealtime, and Shabbat dinner on Friday nights. Our Shabbat dinner consists of, in its most basic rendition, Kiddush and Hamotzi over the Hala. When we were feeling more formal, we added more prayers. As a family, we also made attendance at our local Messianic synagogue a ritual. During that time when my kids were little, I could barely use the bathroom uninterrupted, let alone pray quietly by myself. I decided that if I couldn't pray in quiet, I would expand my quiet time to include those around me. It was never fancy, just enough background to focus my attention and often my children's attention on God. I started to make myself prayer playlists, so I built a playlist to reflect the shape of prayers that I wanted to pray while I was doing the things that I needed to do to bless my family. I mindfully selected songs that were either exactly the prayers or at least representatives of the prayers I wanted to be a part of my day. I was surprised at how many versions of Modeani there are, and how many different ways to express the sentiment in the Amidah. This was my perfect solution. It might not be your perfect solution, but it is one way to be in the habit of prayer. I learned that finding time for God doesn't need to be separate from caring for my family. It didn't need to be separate from the mundane things I did daily. I was encouraged by the concept that praying always doesn't have to look like life in solitude and meditation, but rather prayer can be the soundtrack to my life. Laundry and dishes, making meals, became my worship. Rocking a child to sleep, putting toys away. The little things I could do to serve those around me focused me on God. My kavanah, my intention, wasn't and isn't always there. But when I have the scaffolding to point myself to God, I have a better chance of getting there. Having a playlist first thing in the morning as I get out of bed not only sets my heart on the right track, but my body is more apt to follow through on what I'm supposed to be doing in the physical realm of, realm of things. My kids are older now, and I finally have the time to daydream, to read, to pray, and to use the bathroom uninterrupted. I am surprised at how our tiny rituals have endured and have become meaningful and solid. We still pray the Shema together, even though bedtime routines are much shorter now.
How are your habits and rituals? I hope that you have a ritual of prayer that keeps you through the day already. Or maybe you're like me and struggle to get to that point. Either way, I'd like to invite you to pray Psalm 27 with me this month. I've curated songs for us based on Psalm 27, exactly or by theme, and a reading of Psalm 27. I'm going to use this tool along with timers and reminders and see what God will do with my heart. Will you join me? Wherever you are in your life stage in your walk with God, I'd love it if you could join me in turning to God. I hope you will join me on this journey. Send me any questions, comments, or ideas. Do you have any tips or tricks on how to incorporate the idea of praying always into your busy life? Email me at thismessianiclife at gmail.com or send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me at This Messianic Life on Instagram and Facebook. There are links in the show notes to social media and playlists on Spotify and YouTube. Let's connect next time on This Messianic Life. Psalm 27 of David. Adonai is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Adonai is the stronghold of my life. Whom should I dread? When evildoers approached me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army camp besieges me, my heart will not fear. Though war breaks out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing have I asked of Adonai that I will seek, to dwell in the house of Adonai all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of Adonai and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will hide me in his sukkah, conceal me in the shelter of his tent, and set me high upon a rock. Then will my head be high above my enemies round me. In his tabernacle I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing, yes, sing praises to Adonai. Hear Adonai when I call with my voice. Be gracious to me and answer me. To you my heart says, seek my face. Your face, Adonai, I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me or forsake me, O God, my salvation. Though my father and my mother forsake me, Adonai will take me in. Teach me your way, Adonai, and lead me on a level path. Because of my enemies, do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. Surely I trust that I will see the goodness of Adonai in the land of the living. Wait for Adonai. Be strong. Let your heart take courage and wait for Adonai. Adonai.